Welcome to Bikes, Burns, and Brews with Jessica Longname, Lexi Pichelle, Danica White, and, and our first guest by episode four. Now we have to post it on episode four because I blew it. Special guest. Special guest. Charlie. I want to say the wrong name so bad because I think it would be funny, but I won't. Do it. Johnston. Hello. Oh, thank you for having me. A male voice in the mic. Can we imagine? How's it going, Charlie? I'm good. That's good. Somehow I've been wrangled on a trip with three of my best friends. Oh, that's so cute. Dad's being nice. He is being nice. Oh, but you already messed up. <laughs> We're good. How so? This episode is called The Bikes, Berms, and Bruises. I may have changed the name. We got Jess back on a bike. Yeah, I rode a bike a little bit. Which are we doing our are you gonna say what you're doing? You're doing your Oh, I just I cracked a little. You cracked this, this is right. Bruce, Apre, this is Apre Moto. Apre Moto. Apre Moto Bruce. Cheers, friends. Cheers. 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 Give a little crack crack. Oh, what a crack. Right into the mic. That was perfect. Epic. That was a good one. That was Danica's crack. <laughs> oh god. You know what I meant. All right, so some backstory. Yeah, we got to get into what what we're up to right now. So our feel, location. I feel, like, I feel like we're the worst at planning ever. Like our babes trip, this trip, we're super like last minute can't decide what we're doing. So one week before Christmas, we still don't know what we're doing. Christmas goes by. We think we're leaving Boxing Day. Yeah, we're half of us think we're leaving the 27th. <laughs> half of us. Yeah, like I, I was pretty sold on the 27th. And then Lexi's like, yeah, we'll be there tomorrow. And I was like, so. We're sitting in my garage. I'm like, are you guys doing anything on Boxing Day? No, I'm not doing anything on Boxing Day. <laughs> and then you change the plans without filling me in. Oh, you were filled in. It was a chat what do you mean you were filled in <laughs> lexi's ready to rock on boxing day waiting in her garage all day for charlie and i to pick her up and we're like and i decided to go away from my phone for one day one day of the year and oh. this guy's waiting for us to go to go to fernie sitting there all lonely so yeah unfortunately we we're 24 hours behind schedule but <laughs> she was ready to go though when it was time but we're 24 different. hours later us we three rolled in four three dad was with us oh no yeah we yeah we rolled in so maybe we should give a full lowdown so the plan was we wanted to ride dirt bikes over christmas break between christmas and new year's sand studs yeah no no, no studs no studs there's no studs right <laughs> no studs uh bounced around a bunch of ideas landed on kuganusa because it, it worked out great because i was already in fernie for all of christmas and the weather is peachy and sand is luscious and snow is minimal and you couldn't tell from outside of the hotel right now with all the sleds yeah it's wild times and we were we were checking border cams all the way up to coming in here so the Jess is looking like she doesn't know what I'm talking about but there's a camera at the US border that shows what the conditions were so we were stoked we knew like even if we saw snow all the way up to Fernie that we'd probably have some bear dirt yeah like we should get into like what is 
Kukanusa, the area that we were at. Oh, yeah. It's this legendary spot. Like, yeah, so I didn't grow up here, so I didn't really know what it was. So it's like maybe 45 minutes outside of Fernie, and you can be driving through town in Fernie with a foot of snow and still find amazing sand, dry conditions almost the whole way through the season. So Carl's what's your the voice rule? is so low. What's the rule? You have to go through the tunnel, oh. honk your horn, <laughs> wave out the window like an idiot, and then... Define idiot. You, I think it's great. You are guaranteed good conditions. Yeah. But you if you get, don't do that... You got to drive through this tunnel. If you have the chance to come right here, this tunnel is so cool. It's like... The weather tunnel. Yeah, it's like... And it's like a hole through a mountain. It's wild. It's like just... We don't have that in the East Coast. You don't have tunnels? Not through rocks. Like what? How did that happen? Absolutely not. We don't have even mountains over there. Like we have we have a place called Poly Mountain. It is a slope. Like it is it is like I rode up hills bigger than what our ski hill is today. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> yes, and this is sick. So the tunnel we go through, it's the it's the magic weather tunnel. A lot of people know it from either local Fernie or ones that travel in but right when you go through the tunnel you're going through it you gotta this is this was our hot tip of the day you gotta honk and wave while going through the tunnel yep i'm not and sure then, the reason but that's that's what the we're reason told. is guaranteed good conditions yeah i was just about to say it's the weather 100%. oh it's definitely a different climate on the other side of that rock well normally like we've had it some years where it's snow on the ferny side and as soon as you drive through it's like grass everywhere so this specific trip, this specific trip, we drive through the tunnel and it looked the exact same on the other side. Still snow. So we started getting nervous. <laughs> a little bit of panic set in that we should have brought studs. I was thinking we like booked this hotel room and I was like, okay, we're booking it for, what was it, three or four nights or whatever it was. And I was like, what happens if we get there and it's actually frozen? Yeah. Like we just got to keep driving. <laughs> we ended up just doing two nights just in case. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But then after driving down the 93 a little bit, still lots of snow, lots of snow. And then suddenly it was just like the moto gods melted it all. And it was summer again. Primo. So good. No snow to be seen. Dirt Sember. It was Dirt Sember in full effect. And it was a big relief. Charlie doesn't get nervous very often, but he was starting to sweat. You could tell. That was a long drive to drive and ride in snow. <laughs> Well, I thought, I, I knew we were going to have a good time, Lexi, Danica, and I, <laughs> but we had a new kid coming to ride with us this time, and I was nervous how Jess was going to handle the winter conditions. Our uh, first our first off-road experience at Huckabuck, and it was pretty, it was pretty minimal, and then you loved it, and then we brought you out here. What do you, what do you think? Uh, it was definitely a new experience. Uh, I would say day one was probably, not probably, it was the best day I've ever had on a dirt bike. Maybe in my life, not even just on a dirt bike. Well, I heard your life multiple times. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I butchered that a little bit. Like, y y like yesterday was the best day of my life. That was unreal. Factory Rider shows up. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and, and we got to talk, tell that. Like, I show up. No, no, no. I don't even show up. I get picked up in the berms bus at the house i'm at roll up knock on the door opens door funky chicken coffee in hand just hands it to me 
you have to explain what a funky chicken is. <laughs> it's just a chicken that's funky. Yeah. Hold on. We got we to back this up. We, we, have, we forgot about this totally. So in Fernie, there's Big Bang bagels. And I got to try every food place I've ever seen. Ever. I can't believe you've never had it before that, though. Well, it's always closed when we come through. It's either really early or late. So Big Bang Bagels is open. So Lexi, me, and Charlie are rolling in. Jess is still sleeping. Still sleeping because we have a loose plan and she's up to sleep. Just drove from Calgary and she's still sleeping. Hasn't given us an address. Nothing. So we have to message the amazing Danny to be like, hey, Danny, I think she's mad at us again. <laughs> we or broke sleep. up again. Broke up again. Wake her up. So Danny wakes her up and we find out she wants a funky chicken from big bang bagels we can do that we're good we got 10 minutes this guy's getting ready we get there and mike i don't even know him mike's sitting there some customer named mike eating the bomb the four pound bagel monstrosity there is maybe nothing that you do don't want to see first thing in the morning before eating then it's like those giant so at big bang bagels they it's have... like the novelty eating contest. They have this bagel that's like the diameter of a Frisbee. <laughs> and it's just enormous. And this guy is tackling it at like... They brought it up. 9.30 in the morning? Yes, it was amazing. And they're like, everyone, we have an announcement. And they're like, we got a dub bomb. When we walk in there, I'm like shaking Lexi, like full on. I grab her vest. I'm like, bah, like shaking her back and forth. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. This is happening. This is happening. And they bring up this Frisbee bagel. A full avocado, like four eggs, a full tomato. They went through the whole thing. I'm gagging. Lexi's gagging. <laughs> I didn't even order food. I because couldn't. of that? I couldn't. You got full they, like, just looking at it. They brought him like a puke bucket and a Dude, they were, of water. They were and I was like, I'm done. They literally were like, oh, no. hey, here's your jug of water to dip your bagel in. And here's a giant bucket to barf in. Oh. It was great. I almost did. So amazing. I'm so curious if he got it done. We checked Instagram. We haven't seen yet, so we'll have to follow up. But we've been there for like, we were there for like 10 it, minutes or yeah. something while he was through it, and he was still going Struggling. Down. Yeah, the fastest one. The fastest one was three minutes and 45 seconds. That's pretty fast, so, I feel like. Props to them. A lot of bread. So that was pretty sick. Big Bang Bagels. That was a great stop. Love that place. I come to Fernie have... quite often, and there's never been a time I come here and don't stop a Big Bang Bagel. <laughs> For a funky chicken. For a funky chicken, which is the most delicious bagel. It's like, just like, this is the like healthiest thing I put in my body for sure. It's got some sprouts in there, some chicken, some salsa. There's probably some sauce somewhere in there. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Shirt. Oh, yeah, I ruined my jacket. Because we had to eat it in the van. <laughs> And just to give people some context of like what dealing with Jess is actually like. So we call her. She's still asleep. She doesn't answer. So then we get a hold of Danny and Lexi in a group chat just texts, hey, do you want anything from Big Bang Bagel? And at this point, we haven't heard anything from Jess. And the only two words we get back in reply is funky chicken. So all three of us look at each other in the van. We're like, like this is Jess drunk? Is this a menu item at Big Bang Bagels? Like we have to confirm what the heck is a funky chicken. Thank God it was on the menu or else we would have killed her. We would have broke right by. So then we picked this guy up and we started heading to Kook. So yeah, that was it. So we got we got this beautiful bagel. Breakfast is served. And we're going for our off-road experience. Single track, single track dream. I don't know. Jess still thought we were going to a track. We're like rolling into the parking lot. She's like, we're in the mountains? We're not riding a track? Yeah, I thought for sure. I thought like Fuganusa was a track like that everybody went to ride at. I thought that we were just like going to bust some 30-minute motos. Like I didn't expect 
we were like leaving the van and not coming back until we were going home well we found out on this whole trip that you've never practiced before ever in your life and you've never ridden longer than a five lap moto so yeah we were shocked basically was- that that's been my moto career so this was a great experience so yeah we so we get there um you were saying how you're a factory so that's where i oh yeah yeah so well, they roll up pick me up funky chicken provided coffee provided Roll into the Kukanusa. As we're rolling in, I'm figuring out we're going on like an adventure. Um, Charles unloads the bikes, puts gas in the bikes, warms the bikes up, fully revalves the bike. Fully revalve the bike. The bike's just looking fresh. It may or may not be a KTM, but there was Honda Sharpie on there, so that's as close as we need to get. <laughs> it it couldn't have been more factory and more better at that more better. That's a great word. And what were you on? What were you riding? Uh, <laughs> KTM uh, 300, right? 300. Yeah. It was the... the. What do you mean, which model? KTM. <laughs> Jess was on oh, was KTM like letters, like 300 XC. Some shit. XC. XC. Oh, they had all these letters in this off-road world. Does, did that, does that bike come with a headlight? It does not. Oh, no headlight. Doesn't have a headlight. Do people put them on? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's kind of like, so KTM has their, like, model lineup of, like, hard enduro bikes. And then, like, the XC is, like, the the hybrid, like, kind of half moto-y, half off-road. And then the full, like, SX lineup for track guys like you. I know that one. XC, you get to say cross-country. Like, cross-country. XC. I wish we had you just throwing out those gang signs oh, on video. An X <laughs> my hand so Jess can visually know what I'm saying right now. Cross country. Yeah, yeah. you're on the 300XC. Yeah, that was a beauty bike. It was very fun. It uh, it falls nice. <laughs> I dumped it over a couple times. Doesn't ride great on the ice. <laughs> there was some icy spots, but other than that, it was we we found some we found some great loam. Yeah. It was, there was some, it was, there was only like a couple icy spots that I happened to find. <laughs> Most of it was perfect. In the like, what, 40K loop we did on the first day, there was maybe like 63 feet of ice and Jess managed to crash two times. <laughs> that ice is unpredictable. I really had no idea that it would be icy. So slippery. <laughs> as dumb as that sounds, <laughs> it is slippery. Can confirm. Ice is slippery. Well, and I guess like the cool thing is we were we were saying while we were driving in there and driving home, like the backstory on the area is like Lexi's been riding this area for her whole life. Her whole life. Like all 26, 26 years. Twenty six, right? Yeah. Twenty six years. So okay. this this guy know is the map. She knew everything. She knew where everything was. She was like, well, this where's the border. This, like, she gave us, like, she showed us. She dumbed it so down for me. Like, you can't get lost. This way's the border. This way's the highway. That way's water. You're stuck. You're in a box. This is how well she knows the area. The last time we were out, we just, like, stop. We kind of, like, stop, have a trail break. Everyone checks in, make sure the whole group kind of, like, beats up and whatever. She's like, okay, in, like, four minutes, there's this, like, triangular purple rock. And it's been there for like a hundred years and I've almost crashed on it a few times. So I'm just going to like, just brush it off to the side. Okay. And like two minutes to the second down the trail, here's the purple rock. It's exactly shaped as she described. It's just like, we, and yeah, this is like, a, this is a loop. Like we haven't passed the rock yet today. Yeah, she just no like, way. she knew it was coming. 
Yeah, like she knows she that place like the hand. back of her hand. She does and and like Lexi can like your experiences with this area? What like what did what like what, what was the first bike you rode there? A PW fifty. You rode a PW fifty there. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then probably every bike all the way up. Well, like yeah. So my my dad, well, like my parents rode and camped there long before I came along, and then, I mean, I was there hanging out before I was riding and. Once I was able to ride, I mean, I learned how to ride and use a clutch in the campground down there. And um, yeah, Kukanoos is like near and dear to my heart just because I've spent so much time there. And it, it's been great for all of the families because the lake is there too. So you could go hang out on the beach and enjoy the lake and go ride. And we would spend lots of weekends and, and even like a week every July, August, September, pretty much my whole childhood. Wow, that's a really cool spot to grow up. Yeah, but it's it's so good because it's so great for like all riding levels, like brand new riders, kids, experienced riders. There's something for everyone, and because the area is so big, like you don't even have to ride the same thing over yeah. and over and over. And the cool thing is, so with Kukanusa, it's Kootenays, Canada, and USA, and that's how they get the name Kukanusa. So it's like all those are bordering this one area. And it's really cool to hear from like an OG, OG freaking Lexi of the area that like you guys had been riding out there for so long and like kind of stewards of the trail. Because I know like sometimes like obviously coming from like the moto side or even like just not having experience with off road, you kind of get that 1% view in your mind that it's like, hey, we're just like camping and starting stuff on fire and like making a mess where it's like it's amazing like anytime we've ever been out to an off-road area especially with all you guys like you're packing out everything you pack in if not more you're making the place look better than you when you arrived right like there's so much like i guess you can kind of like talk to that like totally and I've, I've seen that place change so much over the years where like i don't know the rhyme or reason for it i mean probably being so young was part of that but there would be, you'd come in one weekend, there'd be all these trail closure signs or protected area or whatever was changing. And then you come back a year later and they've logged half of it. Or it's just, I've seen, I've seen Kukanusa change just so much in my lifetime, which has been quite short. Um, but, but just like you were saying, like it, it does, it does suck that the general population just thinks that off-road users are these like rec reckless people ripping up the land, doing wheelies down gravel roads and and it's not that it goes so much more beyond it. And I remember like so many times growing up as kids where like May long weekend was always like, like so typical or, or you'd get like the grad camps that would come where we were actually camped today. Yeah. The last two days, just cause it's so easy and accessible from that road. Everyone would camp, everyone would party all weekend and then they just leave everything. And I don't remember, like there were so many times where we would go back and we just like clean up all their garbage and all their shit because we're like, we don't want to be responsible to leave that there like we want to be able to come back for years and years and years to come and for our kids and if we don't take care of where we are it's gonna it's gonna go away before we know it yeah no that's super cool just like all the years of experience and kind of seeing it and yeah it's not just like dirt bikers that are using the area it's open um like public land and now there's like the evaders group that is in there like trying to put mark signs and stuff and just trying to like keep that open for bikes and mountain bikes and hikers and stuff so that's been super cool like your history there just runs so deep and yeah it's been amazing just to go check out the trails and cool spots but it was cool because i feel like like most of our like friendship has all been at dirt bike tracks so i feel like it's kind of like 
I feel comfortable there. It's like I know what's going on. It was cool to go to like Lexi's home turf to be like, oh, this is what you do. Like this is pretty nuts because I was probably one of those dickheads that thought like off road. Okay, mismatch gear, like goggles around the neck and shit. Like I don't know. Thought off road was wasn't it like drinking beers and shooting guns? Like I didn't. I didn't think it was like like I didn't ever imagine like there was like an organized race or an organized. Thing. Like, I didn't know there was racing with off-road and stuff. I just thought it was, like, you got, like, a XR100 and you rode in the trees and that's what you called off-road. And, like, that's all I knew. I know, I know. I apologize. I know I was a dickhead. Like, but multiple times over the weekend, Lexi just, like, looks at Jess and's like, Jess, I think you think I'm just, like, some kind of a goon or something. Like, <laughs> While she's wheeling by me, riding up cliffs that I can't even walk up. It was like Lexi's mission to show you that, like, off-road is legit and it's cool. <laughs> she she 100% successfully succeeded there. She that. that. was It was the coolest thing. Oh, yeah, like, riding success. days like we just had the last two days are, like, like my background's, like, 99% moto. Like, I've always just gone to the track, pounded laps, done motos, that kind of stuff, where the few times that we do get to go off-road, it's, like, some of my favorite ride days of the year because it's, like, you're with a group. There's no like competition level. It doesn't matter who's like going fast, who's not. We all take turns like leading and then following. And it's like you put on 40K or you obviously can make your days much longer or shorter, whatever you like. And it's it's just like so fun. You don't see the same turn more than a couple of times throughout the whole day if you don't want to. And it's like you're just with your friends. You're out in nature. Yeah. It's like it's like relaxing. Like, it's, it's so nice. good. You're riding and you get away weird... from that, like, edgy, like, yeah. feel, you know? Yeah. This is going to be, like, a weird analogy, but I feel like off-road is, like, dessert. It's, like, just the best part. It's just the best of everything. It's just it's just easy breezy. Everybody's excited for it, and it's fun. Just a no it's stress. dessert. Off-road is dessert. No stress dessert out there. Yeah, it's, like, everybody's looking forward to it. And I think that maybe some people didn't have it because they thought it wasn't healthy. And now they give a little... And you can find those those healthy desserts. That they just... I love that healthy dessert. That's my off-road now. <laughs> yeah, well, and then Charlie said nature. Come on. What? Oh. We've had some pretty crazy, like, nature this was... experiences last two days. Oh. Know, wild. Wild. Started off like... Oh, my gosh. I don't Which one do you start with? with? Yeah, oh. choose. Okay, everyone choose their favorite. Ooh. And you can't say the same. Okay. Okay. Oh. You can go that's first. So, that's so hard. Okay, I'll start. Okay, you start. Yeah, yeah, you start. A deer in the middle of an island. Island deer. Staring at us. Waving. Yeah, basically waving. waving his eyes. <laughs> Charlie's face right now is looking at the deer. Are you serious? Guys, I did right just there. And he was just chilling. And he's like, oh, my God, there's four people on bikes. Yo. And we're like, yo. And we're and just chilling Lexi this and Charlie are doing this big ass hill climb. And this deer is straight up, like, turning its head to watch like them go up the hill and then right back down watching them just stood there for like it had to be like 30 minutes at least just watching that's pretty cool it was wild so the deer was amazing we went back today to make sure he got off the island he get off he the island. got off the he island he's safe deer nobody worry it's okay. fine okay that's mine the deer was my that's nature. a good one my that's nature good. moment jess me yeah Oh, I guess I didn't think it through. I was the just thinking about one. the deer. I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna say. Give me a minute, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I don't think I've ever seen an elk before, which sounds so stupid. But I, I, I'm from the East Coast. We probably have tons, and I just never seen one there either. I don't know if we do. I've never seen an elk. We saw ten million elk. 
That might be a slight over-exaggeration. Just slight. But, like, we have saw multiple. I gotta tell a couple stories of it. We're driving home after our beyond epic day yesterday. Do-do-do-do-do. Look out the window. There's a huge field just full of them. It's like, you know how you see, like, crows? Like, just a shit ton of them? Like, somewhere? That was, like, it was that many elk. <laughs> just a shit ton. Like, there were so many... Danica's over here making it with her hand, like making all these noises. It's a it's a elk call. Whatever you want to call it, you she was making it with her hand. Her fist to your hand, so there's no making out. Making out is like means I'm okay. No tongue. tongue make out. She was no tongue making That's out no with tongue. her hand. That's what okay. Using. Okay, she's using her hand. Can you yeah, do the noise. <laughs> That's it, baby. That's it, baby. And these elks are doing it back. They're not kissing their hands, but they're making the sound. Back to Danica. They're having a little chit chat, upraise moto chats. It was absolutely wild. And there, we, I like, we were driving down the road, and I just opened the van door as we were driving. And then I think Charlie was like, "Okay, we gotta pull over. These kids are gonna jump out. They're nuts." We're all freaking out. Suddenly, they just start running, like stampeding. And then Danica and Lexi are basically like, "Shut the fuck up! We gotta hear them tromping." And I was like, "What the fuck are they talking about tromping around? Like, what are they gonna do?" And we were quiet, and it was wild. It was like the ground was shaking. It was like it was like drums. Yeah. yeah, and then and then it like stopped, and we were kind of quiet for a second, and then we just heard like this coyote or something just oh, yeah. like and it was like oh shit, these motherfuckers knew they were gonna get eaten. Well, like and why it was probably a wolf howling at the moon. Full it was moon. a full moon. It was a full moon. I thought that was like a Mad Libs there. I didn't know what we were doing. It was. <laughs> I set you up. She set me up. Kobe. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's the throne. It was. I just. (laughs) Foul. (laughs) It was uh, a really wild experience. And I've never seen an elk. And to see like 10,000, maybe 4,000. Oh, wow. It went from 10 million (laughs) to 10,000. I think there was a couple hundred, but it felt like at least a couple hundred. Maybe like 200. You're not very good at math, but that's. No, 0%. How many do you think? How many elk do you think we saw? Oh, for sure. Like a couple hundred. Like It was a lot. Quite a few. It was a lot. That was a lot of elk. And they are big motherfuckers. Like they are huge. I never. They are big. Some of them had these big beards. They were cool. You thought they were neon. They were so bright. They were. Their colors were so luscious. It was so cool too because it was like cooling off at night and like they would like turn their head and just like exhale and you just see their this breath. big like cloud of steam yeah. coming in their nose like their breath was just like crazy that was like, lighting was perfect the sun was just peeking over the mountains oh, and it's like beautiful. already so quiet out there like it's just it was perfect it was so beautiful. sick and then charlie what what would be i know we kind of listed three but did, did you have a nature do you want a hint well i don't need you a hint okay like giving you you have to pick <laughs> this so one things that i loved from the trip yeah Danica's just telling everyone what their favorite thing was of the weekend eh? i think they know it but i just gotta get it out of them no okay so we had one more animal experience but i'll leave that one to lexi we i don't know if this counts as like nature but that uh after we turned out onto the highway we saw this like it ended up being a forest fire breaking out and it was like the craziest thing i've ever seen like we drove by and lexi and jess are in the back seat and they look out like what would be the passenger side of the van and they're like oh is that like is that a fire like we could just see this like smoke coming out and they thought they saw this like orange like glow and they're like oh, i think we saw flames so we all like 
just classic like panic and like what do we do this and that we're we're contacting danny back in fernie for the the phone number for the forest fire like reporting and stuff like that so instead of googling it we yeah, have to yeah, yeah i yeah. <laughs> i was like i'll call danny she'll know what to do so we end up like calling this in we huck a u-turn on the road at the next like turn off and come back and like by the time we like circled back was like maybe three four minutes yeah this fire had like quadrupled in size like it was like yeah okay it went from like was that maybe a fire to like that is definitely a big problem so anyways like we reported to like the bc wildfire thing and it was like i don't know like it was i, I don't want to make, say it was like cool to see but it was like pretty like crazy to see like it kind of put it in perspective to like how dangerous and how quickly those kind of things can like turn into a bad situation yeah like it happened so fast and the orange glow that came off of it was just like once we went back, it was very clear that it was a fire because it oh, was well, blowing. Like, we were seeing flames. Like we're, sitting on, we're sitting on the side of the highway and we're watching animals run from the fire. Yeah. Like across that field to the highway. Yeah. Like, like it was. Close. Yeah. And like for anyone that's never seen a forest fire, because I haven't ever seen one. But to me, obviously, I'm not a Fernie local and there's no steam plant there. But I was saying it's the same idea of a steam plant. If anyone's ever driven through like Camor area or just any factory when factories are lit up at night and you get that orange glow coming from the area with kind of like steam coming off of it. It looked like that for a brief moment to me, but you guys said you saw a flame shooting out from the trees. (laughs) So that's why we knew we had to turn around and just check it out. But for anyone that sees a wildfire, report it. If it's even if it's not a wildfire. Yeah, you're so better like, off saying reporting. something. Yeah. See something, say something. Because there's I don't know if that's for, like fires. There's BC specific numbers that you can call. And yeah, you just it's good to know before you head out, especially even if you're riding and stuff. Especially like this time of year, I feel like this is a weird year, right? Like we're riding in December. That's probably not a good dry. sign. It was dry. Like right when we passed that like line yeah. of snow, they're they're like there like i saw a couple signs it was like pray for snow and i was like oh they they miss snowmobiling or something i didn't really think of it like no it's dangerous like to be this dry with this many flammable trees totally. yeah it could be super dangerous especially and in, and then summer too like this could be really bad if it doesn't start snowing here soon yeah but that was a wild one and it was smoldering oh yeah we went we drove by it again today and it was like still a lot of smoke coming from yeah. it yeah yeah that was gnarly. That was crazy. That was great. a wild one. That's a great nature talk, Charlie. That was a good <laughs> That was the opposite of naturing. <laughs> but that's what... getting wrecked. It's like, yeah. It was just like, I don't, I don't want to even say cool to see. It was just like, like it was just like. It was definitely like. Eye-opening to see. Like, something it was crazy. you don't want to see, but something that when you see it, you're like, holy shit, that was mm-hmm. crazy. Like, totally. Was yeah. Yeah. But I think like that's a whole part of the like off-road thing, right? Like it's no matter what you're doing, it's always an adventure and. There's always like these added things that come to it that you can't predict and you can't make up and they just happen, right? I mean, we we rode today too and we saw all those elk yesterday, which was kind of cool. And then today we saw them again and we were like riding with them through the trails. That was the coolest thing ever. So And we didn't chase them just in case anybody was <laughs> But it's it's crazy to see them like like that up close and personal and then watching them run. And they're they're majestic for sure so big (laughs) yeah you're like riding beside them and like you're on this bike that's like what seven feet long and when you're standing up you're probably six seven feet tall and you're like looking up at these things and they're just galloping through this terrain it's crazy it felt like we were on a safari 
it it was there was one point where it felt like we were on a spar. It was like an open field, and you could see them all like in a little bit of a distance. They were kind of like galloping okay, around. Alex got out to the distance, and then two giant bald eagles flew over. Oh, yeah. it was just a full. They were Canadian. Nat Geo eagles, happening so. out there. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> there was a lot of factors that made that like the best days riding ever. And like you said, it's like I never would have exp- like the amount of like little things that happened in those two days like that doesn't happen at the dirt bike track none of that stuff like you go to the track you unload your bike you do some motos you may throw a whipty do or whatever like nothing crazy is gonna happen you're gonna pack up and go home maybe you stop somewhere for supper like that's it every time yeah this was we were in nature we were in sand in december we were there was water there was birds there was everything it was crazy Everything from, like, even the light, right? Like, I, oh, yeah. It makes me sound crazy, but, like, the light in the morning, the light when we were leaving both days, yeah. driving home and seeing, like, massive full moon. It was, like, it was just such it's a cool just, It's that recharge that you need. Exactly. Yeah. Especially you, people get so caught up on, like, holidays needing to be somewhere, like, pleasing all these people. It's just, it's, being on your bike is the best recharge and meditation that you could have. And it's just, it just, like, fuels your soul. You're so special. Yeah. It's like, it sounds cheesy, but it's like, and it's not even like it's something that is talked about. It's just kind of, it just is what it is. It's like a very weird thing. I think it's a very gen, like everyone knows like getting out into nature is good for you. Like the fresh air, it's good for your soul. I don't know, my elbow would argue. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was good for you. What did we call you? You're a peach? You're just freezing her. Easily, it's, it's fine. We're good. Well, a pretty important piece of the story is as we're like getting unloaded. Oh God! We tell like like Jess is like the bad kid, so it's like, okay, Jess, we got all this stuff. We'll handle it. Like you just go get changed. Like that's your job. <laughs> job? And she didn't even have to bring her gear. We brought it for her, so she just had to load physically, put things in the bag. But guess what? She doesn't own it. So then she's just getting changed beside the van and like goes to put her moto pants on. And I just notice she's just wearing like tights. And I'm like, Jess, do you not have knee pads? And she just like looks up and like, like I'm the dumbest person in the entire world. She looks at me. And she goes, no, I've never worn knee pads. And I'm just like, here we go. Like, you know, it's a good start to the trip when like the person that's most likely to crash has the least amount of protective equipment on. Like no that's a pads. perfect. Hasn't worn a chest protector since I haven't worn a chest protector since being on big bikes. <laughs> That's a statement. And it's a then, fact. No elbow pads, which she's like, well, you don't wear elbow pads. And we're like, fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so her elbow is black, bleeding yeah. after day one. Yeah, the and elbow took a hit. And her knee. And the knee. The knee pads probably would have come in handy in that moment. Dude, <laughs> these like these crashes were the funniest crashes of my life. I Flip. Oh my god. I cried so much. My face is wet. My helmet's wet. I love riding in the fogging. Oh, goggles ruined. Like I might have like awesome. They're so wet they'll never dry. I was crying so much. I'm following. I love riding at the back because it's I love like taking that slow slow pace, but it, it wasn't slow. I just like being at the back following everyone, doing my own thing, looking at mushrooms, it was squirrels, slow. eagles, Jess wadding up. So this guy fucking grabs third gear on ice <laughs> like full chainsaw 
the bike three sixties up a hill. I've never ridden on ice before. I didn't Holy know. shit! I'm like crying. She, I can hear her laughing, but she's pinned under the bike, and the bike's sliding down the a, a hill, which I guess until, it's a big hill. Until to me, until this week. This guy's never rode a hill, so no shit she can ride up a hill. I, I guess, like, they don't have hills out east. Um, we don't ride up hills. There's like, no, I've never heard of this. No, like, no inclines. No, ever. like, St. Julie has, like, a little hill. I think like, I'm going to call Larry, uh, Larry Northrup at Riverglade and say, I guess you have a flat track. He's going to be like, dude, his, flat. his jumps are bigger than what this hill was. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Anyways, this bike is just beaming her down this ice hill. She sucks. Her head is, like, getting, like, it, like, bobbled. Like, she's fine. Like, it was the slowest thing ever. So I'm crying. She's crying. Nobody's hurt. But she's like, oh, shit, my elbow. I'm like, bro, you just fell on ice. So that was just, oh. I think the fastest I went all weekend was sliding back down that hill on, like, <laughs> with my helmet under the bike. Oh, so that was so good. I look at my helmet to see if it was scratched up on the ice. Oh. Jess's moto career has a lot of no's in it. Just, like, growing up, no practice. We find out no padding. Nope. <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. No for me, dog. Oh, and... And no hills. No hills. So, yeah, so that was our gear tip. And then we also heard an amazing bike tip from Jess. Oh, no. Gas is clear. <laughs> I would have known. I literally thought you were joking. Extra clear. It was like glacier gas or something. I thought you were joking. I, and you're like, oh, you must be running that fancy VP stuff in there, aren't <laughs> I'm like, what? It was extra clear. Maybe my eyes were just like not. I think I've ever whatever it sounds. Oh, stuff. I don't think I've ever looked dude, at that. Was gas. Great. But that was because Lexi was putting gas in her new bike. Like, let's hear more about this. Like, we yeah. hear like fresh first. Imagine breaking in a brand new bike at Kook. That's pretty sick. Yeah, dude. So I mean, this probably like added on to this adventure just being that much better. But I haven't ridden since. Oh, I guess we rode at Babe. So in October. But prior to that, that was just like demo rides. I hadn't ridden since the cord in September. My knees kind of jacked up. I kind of wrote riding off for the season. Wasn't really feeling it. My knees feeling a lot better. The week right before Christmas, I go to Dean and I'm like, what's the chances we can make this bike happen for Christmas break? I got to go ride. Not often do we get a week off where the shop is actually closed. So I'm not getting a thousand emails and people are expecting responses right away. You're actually like... There's nothing I can do. I'm not there. So we got a bike ready um, and just, just breaking it in. I mean, all new chassis, all new engine. Dude, so sick. What, new, what is it? TE 300 Pro. That's what I got this year. Just a brand fresh new Husqvarna. And... Which is cool like this year for Lexi because like it's a total new chassis, motor, everything kind of set up year where some years you get a new bike and it's kind of a rollover and it's some fancy new stickers and stuff. But this specific one is like your previous TE 300 was like the tpi engine platform where this is the new tbi similar to your motorbike that you had last year so it's kind of like all new fill in the gap kind of between the two bikes a little bit yeah i think that's like the perfect way of putting it because i rode a tc 250 last year for moto and then i had a te 300 for off-road and it was really hard to kind of transition from one bike to the other and go back and forth when i was riding both moto and off-road at the same time just because they felt like so wildly different and i mean a lot of what I had to learn last year too was just that there's a specific bike for a specific job where sometimes like you could you could bring a TE to the track and it might be okay but it's not going to perform as good as a TC for example and vice versa 
And writing this TE this weekend is like, I feel like it just meshes both of them together so well. And just like what I didn't like about the TE last year really came together. And so now like riding at Kook where it is typically a lot faster when you want it to hit and be right there, it is, it's super responsive. And I mean, riding a two stroke too, I mean, there's often lots of times where you might come into a corner or hit a log or, or whatever obstacle and maybe you mess up a little bit and you have that, like, you you typically have, like, a little bit of a bog. Now you are on the gas and it's right there and it's super responsive. So that's been, like, my favorite part about riding that bike this week and just, oh, it just feels so good and so light and so flowy. I'm, 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 on, I'm on a bit of a high from that bike this week. That's so sick. And that's the 2024, right? So that's brand, brand new. Brand, brand new. Like just off the showroom floor. Yep. Ow, I love it. Yeah. It's got the strap on it and everything. It does. Yeah. The, the sweet thing about the pro model is that it comes with a bunch of extra accessories. So I've got all the protection needed. So the, the extra stuff that comes on the pro is the strap? The strap on What it. else comes with it? Uh, Front and rear discard. Oh. S- uh, seat cover. Mm-hmm. Solid rear disc. Mm-hmm. Uh, different radiator fan sorry radiator fan oh yeah rad fan uh sweet graphics what else i'm forgetting something Didn't skip you say guards. You say heavy duty wheels oh yeah <laughs> charlie oh, knows charlie's got charlie dialed <laughs> he's, doing our he's like a bike nerd over here it's like brembo brakes brembo brakes are on it yeah that's a very nice additive um I'm sure I'm missing something. Looks bitchin'. Like, looks I think, that, I think that's too. one of the ups of the pro. The black frame is really... It looks really nice. Great. It does. But it's sweet. All my uh, moto stuff transferred, like, all, all from my TC last year, for transferred sure. onto this bike, so... So now it's kind of cold weather riding right now. Obviously, yeah, we found dirt, but it's pretty cold. Is there anything that, like, you recommend to riders that, like, that helped you in the cold or any, like, gear or bike tips? Yeah, I mean, I probably more on the gear side of things than on the bike. I mean, obviously studs if it's really if you're riding in those cold temps. Mm-hmm. I mean, this weekend we've been pretty lucky with it being so warm that maybe studs would have been nice in the 63 feet of ice that just found. But I would recommend yeah. studs, <laughs> and so would my elbow. <laughs> but for the most part, it is good. I mean, I'm always I'm always one to get cold right away. So I mean, they do make like a hand muff that you can put over your your hand guards and kind of just keeps like the snow and and some of the the wind off of them and then i pretty much don't ride without my briskers in the winter or anything and sub zero yeah and the briskers are like a neoprene top glove with a single layer of palm yeah 100 percent has got those pretty dumb. yeah that's pretty sick because it's really hard to find a cold weather glove that i you still get bike feel on it like yeah, like, like there's nothing worse i'm like wearing the thinnest gloves yeah at all possible until like go winter riding and it's like bunching oh. and it's just a bad time so these ones are like good to minus 10 yeah I, there's zero percent chance i'm riding after minus 10 oh yeah see yeah i'm just frozen all the time yeah, yeah. and you had like hand guards and stuff on as well too so that breaks the wind totally does yeah yeah other than that i'm pretty i'm pretty low-key but i'm sure there's lots of other things maybe charlie can speak to that more than what i can but I don't know. Charlie had holes in his gloves. He was just letting the air flow. It's because he was going so fast. I was going to say, yeah, Lexi's always beaking my glove situation, but I'm the same, maybe even to a further degree where thin gloves, thin gloves, gloves. thin gloves with holes. So you get the ultimate grip feel. That's, that's good. A nice broken in. These guys consider it broken, but I consider it broken in. Like it's, it's a good glove. 
<laughs> I can't imagine like feeling the goal. Oh, that's that's insane. I'm in my giant e-melt bike gloves that I just got that are because I can't find my other ones, but there's no cold weather glove that is warm enough for me. Like I I'm gonna need I'm gonna he need gloves. He did, he did bars, he did grips next year. Dude, I don't even know. But anyways, I'm wearing these giant gloves that are just wrapping under They're my like hands. up to your knee or elbow. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, like up to your elbow. <laughs> gloves up to my knees. The winter riding thing's such like a balance of you want to have a little bit of extra like layers and stuff like that to stay warm, but you also don't want to be like padded up like the Michelin man and like riding like an armadillo out there either because when you're sitting still like if you're if you're so bundled up that you can't move like you almost get cold from that because you're not like riding in a way to warm up anymore where yeah or you get sweaty and then you stop and then you get real cold yeah sure totally yeah fair. yeah no i was stoked I, I i was just running like neck gator like fox neck neck gator that kept the wind off and then our um vests our husqvarna gauntlet vests those always keep the core warm so that was sick like yeah. it just dress smart see what works for you any yeah, kind I guess, of like yeah to like let people know it was like minus one so like wasn't super cold but like when the sun would go away it would like really cool off and then if it would peak out it would like you kind of get that feeling where you're warming up a little bit and stuff so it's like it was fairly cold but not anything crazy but even at that temperature you're definitely looking for some additional uh, i think my pro tip is just like follow them they'll take you to like a cliff and you'll be so damn scared that being cold isn't even a problem <laughs> we've identified this weekend when jess is quiet she's scared shitless oh yeah dude this guy i don't get scared often but there was a moment today where i was scared right right after i was like oh here we'll just like start off easy no she, literally lexi's exact words we'll just start off easy next thing i know i find myself on the edge of a cliff like the size of the tires like if I would have sneezed, I would have been dead. That's an exact and Absolutely is, dead. This is where the stress comes in because Jess is on a cow trail on the, side of, on the side of a road. But she was so scared she didn't know that there was just a road there. She thought it was a cliff to her. I had no idea there was a road there because I knew if I looked down there, I was going to go down there. So I couldn't look. I just was trying to look like up the hill, like trying to keep my eyes on the stupid line, like one line. It was, just, I, and I was like sweating because I was so scared. I was eating shit. Well, and I'm never one to defend Jess, but I will, I will say that in this specific situation, we call her again this morning. Of course, she doesn't answer the first time. She picks up, then she picks up, and it sounds like she's been smoking a pack for 30 years. Ursula from the Little Mermaid. You can hear she is dying from the first day of riding. We pick her up. I've never seen a human so sore in my life. We're driving out to the riding area again today, and I don't even know what she went to point at. It was like a road sign or an animal, and she goes to lift her arm to point out, like, oh, look over there. And she's like, oh, like, drops her arm. My shoulders, my shoulders. Like, she can't even lift her arms today. So, like... I don't think I've ridden 40 kilometers in my life, but I also haven't ridden more than, like, five minutes in the last five years so like that might have been an overreach on my part yesterday the first day so today we're like trying to make jess do like arm windmills or something just to like get some movement and this cliff incident that she's describing is 30 seconds into the ride because we're just we're not going to ride the exact same thing we did yesterday so we went a different direction and lexi's 
like it's not too bad like we're just gonna kind of go over this area so jess is like can't even hold her head up she's so sore and then we put her to the oh my god the absolute it got me loose though i feel like because i got so tense by the time we got to the bottom there i was like Phew. which <laughs> is an up. insane statement is i don't think like there's a lot of people that don't warm up before riding their bike and Jess's half of windmill arm through the point. And that's a great like pro tip. Like definitely sure. do some stretches. Get that body warm and moving. And I feel like we're all so guilty for that. Even at the track, like I feel like we're all like, oh, we're so excited. And then you just like throw your gear on and just send it. And right you start to the track. laps. Like just do some stretches, some basic. Look up a sun salutation on Google. That's a great yoga. Is that what we're drinking? Oh. <laughs> Sunsetter. <laughs> That's there's probably a yoga move for that, but it's great. That was what you did this morning. Oh, I did did do that for sure. Yeah, that was very basic stretching this morning. Oh, yeah, I stretched this morning. You did half a windmill. No, no, no. When I went into the trees, you stretched by yourself in the trees. It stretched me out when you (laughs) fell. I cannot on a good day do the splits. Let me tell you. Today I did the splits. The goal for day two was just no crashing. That's what Danica kind of instructed Jessica's mission be today. We left with a lot of confidence yesterday. So we were just like, hey, bro. Day two, like, let's just focus on not crashing. So pretty dang close to achieving the goal, but no edge Leaves the bike, foot stuck on one side, (laughs) leg, literally doing a full split. And she just... She's laying on the hill like an NHL goalie, just doing. Dude, she's just sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> like, like she's guarding the net. I'm like way up there. I'm like, did she like? Is she stuck? I like, couldn't I... stop laughing, and I also couldn't get up. You were just like, like, I was stuck in a split. Like one leg was like over the peg, bike was laying down, and the other leg was like on a pine tree down a cliff. Like I don't even know how it happened, but it was one of those. Like I looked down there, I was like, hmm, wonder what's down there. Suddenly, me. <laughs> so pro tip look where you want to go definitely i know that tip like i know that but for some reason i was just like hmm, what's down there off i go that was that was i, a I think i think what was so funny too is charlie and i can kind of see you guys but not really and we're like at the top of the next hill waiting for you and all you can hear are you two cackling in the trees we're like what is happening well the last time you guys stopped you're like oh we heard screaming this is why we stopped and we're just like oh no stoked for each other to go over a log <laughs> no we were just chatting there's just regular banter yeah like we're far enough ahead that like if you hear a scream from that distance it's like okay something for sure has happened we're getting ready to fire the bikes up and turn around but then you guys come out of the trees and we're like we're sitting there you just pull up and you're just looking at us like nothing's going on and we're like you guys good <laughs> and you're both like yeah why we're like well you're screaming in the woods so that's usually a sign of something not all good. We were just hyping. Uh, good, yeah. Hype. There's also like I don't want to tell all these stories. I do. We roll up. <laughs> we roll up to this hill, and it was a wall. I don't care what any of these people in this room say right now. It was a wall, and it was a wall on an angle, and it was full of trees. So I pull up, and Lexi and Charlie have pulled ahead a fair bit that I can't even see them. Obviously, every single time, and I'm like. I must have made a wrong turn because there's no way a human can get up this thing on a dirt bike. And I look at Tanika and I'm like, there's no fucking way. And Tanika goes, yep, second gear, doesn't even stop. And just right up this fucking wall tree turn thing. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me right now. These 
People just think I can ride up this thing. Well, I knew if I you guess saw it. somebody do it, you'd be like, oh yeah, I can do that. We did it. We did it. We did it. Did it. But it was it was I that it was I, I've never been so scared on a dirt bike, like rolling up to a wall and being like, thanks. Which is amazing because we've heard this so many times, but yet this has been the best moment of riding in her life. Like this is so. It weird. is. It's fucking weird. Well, it's adventure riding. Hey, like this was so. It's fun. very cool. It's like it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of crazy where it's like, nope, didn't think I could do that. Did it? It's it's feeling accomplished too. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I feel like that feeling <laughs> on a bike, whether it's a jump, a corner, getting to a new track, getting to a new area. Going up a hill, that getting over that hump is such. I guess yeah, it's the same feeling as like you roll up to a new jump at a new track, and you're like, oh, I was kind of scared to do that. And then you do it, and you're like, that was so easy. Yeah, you can, like see somebody do yeah. it. Usually, it helps when you like see somebody that's like your friend or they trust. But it's sick because like we'll roll up to a section, and when you have your group of friends that you trust and you're riding with them, and they're like, yeah, you can do this. You a hundred percent are trusting this person that's like such the amazing thing about bikes and bringing you together right like we're yeah if we don't think that somebody can do it we're not gonna sugarcoat it because we know the error that could happen but we're working our way up to doing these cooler things and these harder and more techie stuff but that was a super techie spot but we've watched each other ride for two days off road and we're like hell yeah let's go do it and just that feeling and just slapping high fives after well and i think that's what's so cool about these rides too is like it's such a great opportunity for you to like learn for yourself too. Yeah. Like, on so many of these where you there's no agenda, there's no timeline where you have to be anywhere. If you want to stop and play on a hill or a log or whatever obstacle, like give her. And when you when you're riding with other people, like I mean, we had Charlie there kicking all of our asses this weekend, but to be like, hey man, I'm struggling with this, you can ask those questions. You can watch him do it and learn from other people doing it too. And it was funny because I've ridden those trails so many times today and I had to like keep checking myself because for me, I don't think about a lot of those things. And I'll just, like, go over, like, this massive wall hill you're talking about. I'm like, Or I, just, it's, a, just a house, there. like a tree house. Right? Like, you yeah. just suddenly rock. And I'm like, where's the line to go around this? But now, now you know you can get through it. You're with people that are going to make sure you can get through it. Mm. And then the next time you go through it, you're not even going to think about it. And that's so cool. Debatable. But I felt, <laughs> I felt like you guys had my best interest in hand. And you guys wouldn't have taken me anywhere crazy. Like, like you were saying, the coolest part, one of the coolest parts of the two days was when we st just stopped at that hill and just watching you two just, like, rip up that hill. It was so cool. Like, I had helmet off, sitting on the edge, just Falling. watching you guys rip up. It was so fun. You rolled down the hill. Oh, I almost fell down the hill just standing. <laughs> it was great. But I had a rough go. And, like, I think that's the cool thing is, especially all, like, where we were going, we're all at all levels of riding. We're all on a different model of bike. Like, it was just a super inclusive little totally. little rip that we all went yeah. on. But it's just, it doesn't and matter. Like, run what you brung, right? And I think that's exactly like what you just said, is that Kook is so perfect for being available for all kinds of riders on all kinds of bikes. Like, there's not really a, a, any barriers to go through, right? It might not be the best time, but you can get through it on any of those bikes. I mean, so, so Danica's on a FE full dual sport, full street legal bike. Plate on. I actually checked halfway through the ride to be like, did my plate fall off? Dude, at one point you had a blinker on. I was dying. I turned it on. Yeah, I just sabotaged her at the start of the day. <laughs> That's who turned my blinker on? I was like, why are these signal lights turning on? Let's like, your blinker. And I'm like, 
<laughs> it was me. I'm like, fucking nerd. <laughs> my head under my helmet. I'm like, God damn it. Embarrassing myself in front of these enduro people. <laughs> Dang it. Success. This is why I, don't, why I ride motos. So, yeah. So, that was, yeah. FE, dual yeah. sport. Love and that. Then I'm on the two-stroke version. I mean, not street legal, but um, yep. they're like enduro bike, two-stroke. Jess is on cross-country bike. And Charlie's on motorbike. So you, you literally had the entire, I mean, KTM slash Husqvarna platform. Fleet. <laughs> Riding all the same trails. Yeah. No, it, it, it was just so great. And I just think those experiences in nature, I I, I just always bring it up. Like, I, I hate being like, oh, the stereotype behind it. But it does. Like, a lot of people don't know about the sport. And that, like, that's 100% fine because I've never been involved around it so i just love kind of like if somebody's listening to this that is doesn't have a moto background i just love that when people do go out to these off-road areas or trails or even tracks it's like you become closer to nature and you become stewards of the land and you want to see that place thrive you want to see it better than what you left it you want to see it for next generation so i just think i think that's the coolest part is it's like snowboarding skiing mountain biking it's once you get connected with it, you you become a steward for that in that community and you want it to thrive, right? So, yeah, that, that part is just that connection and it just makes you, like, better in those those areas. Yeah, totally. And it's, like, it's so cool to, like, go out in, like, a group ride setting like that where, like, we see each other probably three, four times a week at the track. But, like, when you think about it, we never get to ride together. Mm-hmm. It's, like we're all doing our own thing. We're all getting ready for like either our next race or whatever. So it's like, yeah, I'll go chase Danique around for a couple laps here and there, but it's like, we never get to actually ride together. And then when you go to the races, you're definitely not riding together because everyone's kind of segregated into their own classes or like Lexi and Danica are riding with each other, but it's kind of like a bit of a different agenda that day. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, Hey, we're racing. Like we'll talk later at the trucks kind of thing where today it's like, you could have someone on an XR 100. You could have someone on a, fe501 you could have someone on a cr250 and we're all in a fun group and we're just hanging out and riding and like we stopped pretty frequently just to like like it was just wait for jessica well no no not to wait for jessica but to like like all these cool things that like we've seen a few times being down here it was like we were like so pumped to like oh come check out this lookout or oh come check out this hill or like oh this is like where this happened you know what i mean and it's like it's so cool to like ride in a way where you're just like enjoying it and like genuinely just like everyone's there together, like experiencing it together where it's not like, yeah, you want a moto or you want a race, but like you're kind of the only guy who just had fun in that last 20 minutes because everyone else is pissed that you won kind of thing. Yeah, right? so. exactly. I think I think it's one of like the coolest things I've ever experienced in the way that I think like obviously Charlie like whooping everyone, Lexi whooping everyone, Danica whooping everyone. And I'm just like dilly dallying in the back. And I'm like, I had the time of my life and like, I feel a little bit guilty that I was slow, but like they made me feel so comfortable that it was like, this is so sick. So like anybody could go in this group from like top, top rider right down to like somebody new and get through it as a group and feel like they had, everybody had a great time. Like it was just so cool to like see that aspect of dirt bikes. And like what a different world if you like if you had a friend say you were growing up and you had a friend that didn't moto and you were like hey i got an extra bike come on out if i did that as a moto kid like hey i got an extra bike come on out to the track i don't think the experience would be the same it would be it would be too like too aggressive to just jump on the track and like kind of go and like 
it's like everybody's trying to practice or race or do whatever they're doing there it's kind of like we'll help each other it's like and not saying moto wouldn't but like it yeah. seems more of like a let's all go have fun together like you were saying like it was well, yeah definitely... okay so like jess totally like at a moto race like let's just like paint the picture it's like a gnarly mud race <laughs> tracks getting difficult to get around yeah one of her fellow racers gets stuck in a super gnarly mud hole i ain't stopping jess ain't stopping jess is stoked to go by that yeah, sweet we're like today like if someone I just like want practice someone gets hung up on something or doesn't make it like this is the type of ride where like jess is like hey i gotta stop it like make sure that so-and-so is gonna come come join the group again you yeah, know I mean? yeah so it's like it's so different than like what we're also used to being from moto background where like yeah the off-road like off-road racing is obviously one thing but off-road riding like in a group thing like that like and then combine it like this weekend didn't work out just with the weather but like combine it with like camping out for the weekend and stuff like that it's like mm -hmm. it just turns into like the best experience you're all like making food and sharing food and like, oh, just, I can't like even imagine like a bonfire so after yeah. all that and the most bitching thing about bikes is we see our little homies from Surf and Berms at the restaurant after we go riding. Like they weren't even riding. Like such a small chances, yeah. That's the thing. Like be be awesome to your fellow riders and community because yeah. such a small. Amount. There's our little dudes from Surf and Berms just chilling there eating dinner at the same restaurant as us, four hours away from home. Just the Danica effect in Fernie. Just the Danica effect. Yeah, the Danica effect couldn't get more real like it has been oh my god Such potatoes. anyway shout out to lola <laughs> <laughs> shout out to lola jess spends every christmas in fernie and like spends time here and like she didn't know a single person in the restaurant was in there for 30 seconds like oh hey look it's lola danny's Dude. lived here her whole life until like she moved away to calgary for like work and stuff didn't know a soul in there she was a little bitter that Danica did, though. Yeah, because everyone from Calgary was here. Yeah, all of Calgary takes over for okay, well, Christmas. To wrap this up, let's do a quick around the around this group. I'll start with Jess. Sand rollers or loamy berms? One or the other. Oh, like today? No, what did you like better? What's your... If you had to check... If you had to do a mile, <laughs> mile of sand berms... <laughs> just kidding but what, what what did you what did you vibe with more i i really liked that section like on the way back of like those rollers like i wasn't doing anything roller. crazy on them or anything oh, you're but they were crazy fun. you were done that was fun i saw them. i didn't like there was no like berms or anything that i hit that was like there it was go. like was so fun. Sand I like those guy. rollers. Yeah, those my shoulders love them too. Mm. Yeah, for just sure. that real effect. Yeah, it's yeah on the program today. Day. Yeah, gotta get on the program. <laughs> I don't have a choice now. You've been giving me shit all week. Oh yeah, Lexi over here on the program, ten out of ten, and I'm like, amateur. What are we doing over here? I'm having coke. Drinking all breakfast. this water. What are we drinking water for? And I woke up this morning and I was like, oh fuck, she's winning. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's on the program is having a hydro pack with a hydration bag of water in it. Instead of wearing a hydro pack as a bra, you actually can put a water. I all all two days I wore that hydro pack as a bra because it kept the girls in tight and I enjoyed it. Shout so out there's to, shout out to the Berms crew. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the Berms crew vest. Uh, would recommend that would be my gear recommendation. Out of ten. The for best. snacks and uh snaps snaps snacks and snaps, snaps. snacks. Lexi, what about you what would you say sand rollers or berms <laughs> i can't even right now 
that's a hard question. I think like this weekend, it's like a combination of both. When mm. you get like the perfect roller that sets you up that's for right. that like perfect sandy berm. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. but I think I think would you let's throw in for you like the single track. Like a good single track, like that one that you went up and did again. Twice. Yeah. Would you pick? Single track all day long. Yeah, that's your favorite of all of everything we did in the last two days. Yeah. It's just when you can get like a good flow going and yeah, there's really as I was riding it real slow, I could imagine if I could go fast how fun it would be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's sweet because the trees are like perfectly spaced. Debatable, debatable. I think they could have been a little bit further. Shut up, (laughs) bro. Again. The tightest two trunkiest trees that we have to go through. Like, if you're kind of, like, a little bit off, you're probably going to hit a handlebar. Jess grabs third chainsaw and, like, full <laughs> moto start before it. Like, she was so scared that she's like, I might as well just do a gate drop here. Just, wah, wah, third back end's just, like, totally loaded up. And I'm like, holy fuck. I felt like if I went faster through it, it'd be less like it was that great. fall into Dude, you it. did. You just flawlessly, I, you're like, I was hyped. It was sick. How about how about, uh, how about you? Me? Yeah. I'm going I'm going rollers Ooh. for this one. Yeah. It was sick. Just like being even if you're just like doubling, rolling, you're just going slow and just like swooping in them. You can kind of just like zone out and not really think and you got a freaking lake to the right of you, trees to the left, good friends to the front. <laughs> <laughs> Again with that girl band thing. Oh, what were that. you saying that Lexi and I looked like ahead of you? Oh my god! The rollers, rabbits, like two little bunny rabbits. Lexi's wait, got her perfect wait, little bun, wait. and there's just like all these little rollers, and boop, 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 and they're like far enough ahead that they're tiny. Oh, it's just so sick. I feel like it was just a full dream the whole time. I've been back there. That's why I love being at the back. It's just so great. I'm just doing slow pace caboose. <laughs> choo choo, choo choo caboose. Challenge your you? favorite. Oh, for sure the sand rollers. Oh that's yeah. My, that's my jam. When you can like see just far enough ahead that you kind of know there's not a corner coming up or something, you can just like tuck in and bottom give her. Dude, how sick was that on that ridge? Yeah. And he's just his rear wheel just like floated through all of them. Oh, the yeah, front didn't sick. even touch. Uh, I mean it's so sick. It was but your so, bike like... might be set up pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think maybe he might know a good suspension so guy. Jess was asking all sorts of questions about where the whoops come from. Yeah, like, like it makes no sense. Like, how is this place so whooped out? Like, how many people are riding here? Like, you need a lot like So the like kid that's been dunes takes a long say, time. The kid that's been to go for dunes a hundred times and sees how a flat track turns into a But there's mess. like four hundred people riding there in a morning. Yeah, but people have been riding here for 20 30 years so it's like crazy so that's what my favorite part <laughs> that's what my favorite part about cool kids is like the whoops are all built by bikes so they're like built for trail speed they're built the perfect distance apart that it's like i, I don't know how else to explain it like when you ride a man-made obstacle at a track like it always has that kind of like synthetic feel to it where it's like this doesn't quite fit the bike perfectly until like you almost like have to ride it in where this trail section that we're talking about here is like it's all every berm is formed by a bike every roller is formed by a bike and it is like perfect like it's just so fun and when you catch it with like good conditions like the sections that were up in the sun like you could tell it was frozen at one point but it was like wet tacky sand today that it was like just like yeah you can't beat it when it's certain sections are like that it's just unreal it's greenland so sick 
That was a good section. I liked it up there. Dreamlike. And the view, like, you can't, like, even it, we took so many pictures, like, with our phones and stuff, but, like, it doesn't even do it justice. It's, like, there's, it's just, you gotta go see it. It's fucking cool. Don't go see it. Go ride it. Yeah. Well, the only way to see it is to ride <laughs> it, I think. You can't drive out there, can you? No. No. Yeah. So here's, like, to end things off. No. We're trying to get Jess on a bike more this year. Uh-oh. So we need some commitment from Tree 3 Media here to be out there a bit more mobile this year. I don't know. My elbow and knee say I won't be filming for a while. I'll sponsor you with elbow and knee pads. Also, like this is, this, yeah, this is a great way to wrap it up. Amazon purchaser over here. She's about to be. She's about to be removed from the front. I'm, I've never lived this down. Moto stuff off Amazon. Is she insane? Lexi right here. She works at a shop that sells anything you'd ever want. I bought grips. You gotta be specific. It's grips for my brother's wheelchair. Bro. They were glue on. You don't think regular glue on, regular, uh, weren't they green? I needed them like now. (laughs) She can get, I have them in. So yeah. So anyways, this like shitty rubber ones. Oh, this potato. She don't even know what a grip is. She did. It's fine. So that's You know good. those like shitty ones that you can just slide on anything? I'm offended yeah, right Yeah, we can order. They, they don't make those probably anymore. Amazon gets them. The same place. It's like Lexi no name. They were like nothing. Anyways, just potato off Amazon. What? So we can get you some knee pads. We'll go to BFD. We'll try some stuff on. Fox has some great kids. Ski we knee guards that we can start with. The ones that we all see. Honkers. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be great. She'll be kitted up, and then she wants a big bike. It'll be, you know what? Put a pin in it. She's going to have, a, uh, as we would say, a big bike. And guess what? Guess what you get with a big bike now? Chest protector. It'll be amazing. Oh, these kids. No. <laughs> so it was great. Anyways, you guys, that was a that was a freaking awesome time. Charlie, thanks for joining us on yeah, the Yeah, thanks. It was good. First it, good guest. And, and taking care of us all weekend. Yeah, yeah. especially that. We More than that. anything, we that. We got another day of updates. But and if yeah. you're listening... Go ride that bike. Go try these new areas. Can you Take- imagine? You could go riding right now in December. It's probably January when this comes out, but it, it probably snowed we, by now. We all support limited days with uh, awkward family dinners at yeah. Christmas time and uh, going riding instead. Yeah. <laughs> I think our families appreciate it deep down. <laughs> My family doesn't. Get out of the house, Jess. <laughs> you can leave now. <laughs> Cheers, homies. Cheers. Cheers.